Hi, it's Ellen, and today we're going to be covering stakeholders. So we have um, two key categories of stakeholders. We have internal and we have external stakeholders. So employees, for example, are an internal stakeholder. And this is because they are affected by the decisions made by the business in terms of salaries and wages, recruitment policies and job security. External stakeholders include figures such as suppliers. Um, and they're an external stakeholder because they are affected by the decisions made by the business in terms of order quantities and payment terms. Communities are also considered external stakeholders, and this is because they're affected by decisions made by the business in terms of local jobs and traffic congestion in residential areas because of deliveries, perhaps. Finally, customers are also an external stakeholder, and this is because they are affected by the decisions made in terms of products and services sold and the prices which they're charged at. So what is the relationship like between stakeholders and how can businesses manage this? The two main mechanisms businesses use are um, communication firstly and consultation secondly. Communication can be used between a business and its stakeholders to share information through methods such as emails and newsletters so that stakeholders can remain informed of developments within the business. Consultation can be used to investigate the views and feelings of stakeholders and this is so that they can feel involved in any decisions made by the business. However, the power of stakeholders to change decisions made is actually quite limited as the business defined the stakeholders influence. Stakeholders can have varying levels of power and interest and a business must consider these levels of power and interest when deciding how to interact with them. The business may wish to ensure that certain stakeholder groups remain satisfied and this may require consultation instead of communication. So in terms of the difference between communication and consultation, communication is just informing people of the developments in the business. Consultation, on the other hand, is when you actively seek out the viewpoint of your stakeholders. Um, and by investigating the views and feelings of the stakeholders, um, you help them feel involved in the decisions which the business make. Um, so as we mentioned, um, various stakeholders can have differing degrees of power and interest. And it's sometimes quite helpful to draw a map which displays this. I'd urge you to go to the website and just have a look at this. Um, but effectively, on the y-axis, you have levels of influence um, from low to high. And then on the x-axis, you have levels of interest from low to high. And you can split this graph into four segments. The business will need to use various tactics to deal with the different stakeholders in these respective segments. So for example, stakeholders with high power and high interest will be need to be managed closely and consultation may be appropriate for these individuals and groups. Whereas stakeholders with high power and low interest will need to be kept satisfied as they have the power to influence the business if they become dissatisfied. Stakeholders with low power and low interest will need to be monitored, um, though they lack influence and interest in many business decisions. Stakeholders with low power and high interest, on the other hand, need to be kept informed, and consult consultation may perhaps be appropriate. So let's give you some examples of the various kinds of stakeholders. Morrison's shareholders have a high degree of power, as they can vote at AGMs. And they also have high interest levels as they receive dividends. So Morrison's must manage this relationship closely. Google employees, on the other hand, have high interest, though relatively low power and influence. So Google may decide to keep them informed on major decisions 
um, but they will not consult the staff about them. So as we've established, power and influence can affect a business's relationship with its stakeholders. Though there are several additional influences which can also affect this. For example, the expertise and skill level of staff may affect the relationship between an employer and its employees, as an employer may wish to consult with staff if they are able to contribute their expertise to a decision being made. The business's performance may also affect the relationship between stakeholders, as poor financial performance may require the business to build a stronger relationship with customers and suppliers so that a more favourable payment terms can be negotiated. So in terms of our matrix of the various um, degrees of power and interest, um, stakeholders with the high power and high levels of interest will need to be managed um, extremely closely, whereas stakeholders with lower power and high interest need to be kept informed and perhaps consultation may be appropriate. Um, and the two methods which businesses can use to manage their relationship with stakeholders include using communication for one and consultation for the other. Thank you very much for listening to this episode about stakeholders. Next time, we're going to delve into the marketing department and in particular, um, setting marketing objectives. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, then head over to SenecaLearning.com where you can revise all of your A-level subjects absolutely free. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, then you will find a link in the bio. But if not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. While you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts, which cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.